Whose mic is better? Well, mine. Sure. <laughs> it's a play on words because you have a Sure SM7B and I have an Electro Voice RE20. Oh, yours sounds, yours, yours has a better name. Well, they're both industry standards. These mics have gone unchanged for decades. There's no reason to change them. They've maximized oh. the, the efficiency and the quality. The Shure mic, though, does require some extra something or other. You right? Need, because I think I've tried to plug it into your equipment and it didn't work. You need a booster. Yeah. Need some extra strength or something behind it. I don't know what it's doing. Well, it's a cardioid condenser mic. Oh. And so it really focuses the sound. And that's why these things get warmer, fuller oh, sounds than, than another mic that picks up all the room tone, even if it has a cardioid setting. It doesn't, uh, it's, not, it's not designed solely for this. And because of that, it's just very focused and it needs a little boost. If you get a booster, mm-hmm. it's not that big of a deal. Just spend 90 bucks. There's somebody that's into audio that's listening to this and they have a huge boner. No, probably they have a flaccid like, oh, cardio. What is it? Car, 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 toy, toy No, they filter. have it. Well, you just killed the boner if they had one, but also there's probably flaccid to begin with because oh. I'm not getting things. I'm sure, you know, they're very specific. These people, they know their, their shit and they're listening to me like, you have no clue what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I think they're probably impressed. Like they've never been, uh, they've never, uh, been more attracted to you. All right, let's go look at radio transmitters together, guys. These are the yeah. people that travel around to different cities to go look at the transmitter of the famous stations in town. Wow, do people really do that? Yeah, people love to do that. Man, I'm, that's dorky. I'm sure there's a Reddit a subreddit. Look it up. How are you feeling? I don't know. I'm fine. Yeah? I know we missed an episode. Or uh, I posted something yesterday. I didn't listen to it. What did you say? I just said that you weren't feeling well, and then I talked about what I wanted to talk about with this episode, and it was going to be so amazing. But did you tell people what it was going to be? Yeah. So we have. So you asked me earlier, can we talk about peanut butter? Yeah. And I said, sure, but what if I said no? Well, then I could play it off like that was a joke. <laughs> we wouldn't talk about peanut butter. Okay, well, you're lucky. Um, so lucky. I don't. I don't know, fine. Better. No, I mean, not completely yeah. better. I hate... You sound okay. I hate being sick. It's I know. When you I, when you were telling me that you were sick, I was like, oh, I bet he's way more sick than he is letting on. Well, we haven't missed a recording or yeah. had a late release like this ever. And, you know, there's been times I haven't felt so great, but I'd still do it. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get it done yesterday. No, and you shouldn't. You have to take care of yourself. I did promise them, though, that we would soon turn over all the cards. So. <laughs> when you're just stringing people along with this. Yeah, well, it's if I was listening, I'd want to be uh, reassured. Reassured what? That one day you'll speak about private matters that you don't necessarily yeah. have to talk about? Yes, but I feel like, I, listen, we don't, we don't owe anyone anything. But I think with the people that have stayed with us, I think um, it would be, I, I, I want to say respectful of them to fill them in. No, I agree. I'm always, I, I would have talked about this immediately. I know. We but, preach such honesty. But you know? somebody else here said, no, no. <laughs> and now we'll just, now people need to choose sides. That's the, that's where we've come to. Sides, there's a right or a wrong. That's the way it's, it's being presented. Oh, hmm. all right. Well, then maybe we need to push it back a little further. You're a team Autumn or a team Greg. Yeah. Ultimately, that's, that's the only choice that you have. Things can't live in grayness. Oh, no, there's no subtlety. There's no nuance. Nope. It's one person is wrong and one person is right. And I know who will win. So do I. Me. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Wait until I, I you're present. You're going to get the last word. You're not going to. It's not about the last word. It's about all the words. Yeah, all the right ones that are mine. The way I'm going to present this, be like, my God. 
she said she said she was going to go down this path and then said don't turn over the cards yet <laughs> not yet Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Uh, the topic for this week's show has already been revealed, which I've already pointed this out before, too. It's in the title before you ever clip, click on an episode. Maybe we should start making that a secret. People don't know what they're going to get. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, what? It's interesting, because then... Uh, you're, you're really you're 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 gambling as to whether people will just like eh, I've lost interest because I don't know what the topic's going to be or it's like oh what if this one's a really good one? Well, I see quite often with the topics that people think are going to be boring, they do get less listens than the ones they think are going to be salacious. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we didn't tell people and they had to listen, at least maybe we'd have an opportunity to hook them. Uh, but as far as this episode goes it was already said in the pre-show and you promised it yesterday i guess in the pre-recording you did when you said that we weren't releasing our episode on time because i was sick like a pussy well i didn't yes i did call you a pussy but i also didn't know whether we would be recording this week at all because i wasn't sure like how well you were gonna you know how quickly you were gonna feel okay so i didn't promise that we were gonna release another one so maybe this will just be like an extra fun you know little bonus about peanut butter Peanut butter, man, when I told everybody, when, th- when this episode came out yesterday and I, and people heard that I, that we were going to talk about peanut butters that on our next episode, the response I got on social media was huge. Yeah. That one topic Facebook page that has what? 302 followers. I called it a ghost town. I was like, I know that <laughs> it's a ghost town there, but you know, thanks. It's a shame. That bums me out. We can't even get a social media phone. It's because I'm not, it's because you and we are not active. If we were more engaging and like posting things and talking to them, then I think that it would be. But you're engaging and active on Facebook as it is. I see your posts about at least he can't run again in 2024 and you get the. Yeah, but I don't post that often. I haven't posted in a really long time. You're all over Facebook. No, I'm not. I I am a, uh, a lurker of Facebook. But you don't engage with our listeners, but you engage with the I listeners. Do a little, I, I press like and heart love. Sometimes I say things. You stirred that controversy in the two plus two equals four secret group for the Von Hessler Doctrine. What controversy did I stir? We, that's not going to in detail. But the one where you said Trump can't run again in 2024. At least he can't run again in 2024. That was on my own page. That wasn't on 224. That was me. Oh, on your own page. All right. You still got, yeah. the, you still got that thread going. Yeah, people. I know some people were like, actually, he can. You're like, yeah, I know shit, but I'm saying it's probably going to be way more difficult if he tried to do something like that. No one in politics is going to hitch their wagon to that train wreck. But you can't go to one topic Facebook page and say, good morning. How are you today? What's your favorite temperature to set the oven to? I love 350. <laughs> yeah. What do you, what's your favorite type of bottled water? Deer Park or Dasani? Do you prefer terry cloth or microfiber? Ooh. You could really get these things going. You engage. Foamy soap, like soap that comes out as foam or the gel or bar. Well, everyone knows the body wash is the way to go with the loofah. No, I'm talking about like next to the sink. The loofah and the body wash. No, not in the shower. I'm talking about. Next to the sink. Great foaming action. No one wants bar soap next to the sink to wash your hands after you shit. Oh, ladies. The one, no, they don't use those. They look like seashells. <laughs> and they smell like peaches. And butterflies. And they're there for... Why do these seashell soaps smell like peaches? My grandmother had the same butterfly soap next to her sink in the downstairs bathroom for decades. Yeah, was it dusty and weird or did she like clean it? I think maybe at times it was dustier than others, but don't touch yeah. that soap. No, you don't touch that soap. And you don't wipe your hands on the decorative towels. No, on your pants, on your butt. <clears throat> no. That's where I dry my hands. On the random bath towel that's in there. <laughs> it's worse. That, that was on someone's actual butt. I know, but you're not allowed to touch the decorative towels. They're placed in such a way. They have the little like matching washcloth that's folded over both of them. You're not really supposed to use them. Do you dry the inside of your butt? The crack in the what? butthole? 
After you shower? Do you dry in there? I don't. No. The only time I have done something like that is when I was having, like, <laughs> uh, you know, um, yeast, yeast infection kind of thing where, like, they want you to keep it dry. <laughs> so after you get out of the shower, you use it like a, a hair dryer and you just dry yourself off down there. Yeah, that's fine. I guess that makes sense. But for the most part, I don't want the towel going up there. So because the towel goes on my face later and, and other yeah. parts of my body. So. No, I guess I, you know, I might, <laughs> I might put it up between my legs and down my legs, but not like on my butt. No, not in the butt. I don't go in the butt with yeah, the towel. Yeah, I'm not going in the butt. Anyway, peanut butter. That's the topic for this week. Peanut butter in your butt. This is a, uh, I'm sure that that's that's, I'm talking about. I'm sure at some point in time, people have spread peanut butter in their butt cracks as some kind of food play. I hope they shaved first. Well, people enjoy hair in peanut butter. That's like smearing peanut butter on your carpet and then trying to eat it. (laughs) Yeah, that's disgusting. Did you know that, (laughs) speaking of hair though, peanut butter, Uh highly controlled food item, the FDA only allows one rodent hair or 30 insect insect fragments for every 100 grams. Wow. Is that that different than other foods? That's a more... um, a strict rule for them? Uh, if you want to do a quick search here, I didn't do the comparison, but that I should have because people like to, to hear these things. Um, let's see if I can quickly find this. This is exactly... Peanut, but, um, the peanut butter itself is really interesting. I watched some videos about how it's made. <clears throat> I think it was a video called How It's Made. Um, and it was cool how it has like very little ingredients... And it can keep for a year without uh, spoiling, and it doesn't have any preservatives in it. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, just as a quick comparison, jelly and jam are not as controlled. They, along with something like apple butter, can contain an average of four or more rodent hairs for every 3.5 ounces, which is also 100 grams, and five okay. whole insects. <gasps> and, that's not, and that's not counting mites and aphids and thrips. Okay, so if you're thinking about a jam, like if you think about raspberry jam, think about a raspberry. And when you get it from the grocery store, if you look inside, sometimes there's like bugs in there. You got to rinse those shits out. So like it would make sense that a raspberry jam would be allowed to have like five bugs in it. (laughs) Raisins, 35 fruit fly eggs, as well as 10 or more whole insects for every for every for every eight ounces. No. Uh, well, there you go. I've always hated raisins. Maybe you'll stop eating them now. No, that. No. Peanut butter, highly regulated. What you were saying uh, about peanut butter. Yeah, it's really just peanuts and salt. Salt, sugar. And the stabilizer is oil, but you can get it without the stabilizer. And that's that really annoying kind that you have to stir up. But the best one, I think, is Skippy Naturals. It doesn't and smooth, skippy smooth naturals, and it um it doesn't separate like those like those really natural ones will do. It does have a little separation in it, but it's nothing like those other ones where it's like you have to put your spoon in and like dig it down. It gets like more and more dense at the bottom of your jar. Those are really annoying. I don't know how anybody actually functions with those. So overall. Skippy Naturals. Standards for peanut butter, no less than 90% peanuts, no more than 55% fat. Isn't Uh, that amazing? And there's no trans fat unless it has the stabilizer. And without the stabilizer, then there's no trans fat. It's actually way healthier than I thought. There was a fight, the peanut butter industry and the FDA. 1959, Mm -hmm. this whole thing kicked off where the FDA wanted to regulate peanut butter because they were getting to a point where the additives and preservatives going into peanut butter are just becoming ridiculous because anything a company can do to lower costs uh, and have something keep... Yeah. Now, um, 20% peanut. Yeah, so there was a fight. It went on for 20 years, I think, the fight. And there was like 100,000 pages of back-and-forth arguments between the FDA and peanut butter. And ultimately... Wait, 79, yeah. So 59 to 79. It took 20 years for him to decide on this. Uh, 
it's insane. Sorry, I'm just looking more of this. The the that these big uh it's not like I mean there were the companies at the point fighting against it. It actually was Skippy and Jif and mm-hmm. Peter Pan, but there's always uh governing bodies, like the Peanut Butter Bureau of America. Yeah. Where, where they come together, even though they're competitors on some issues, they team up and they become an unbreakable force, but they ended up losing this. And peanut butter, a highly regulated food, similar to uh, ice cream, chocolate, things that are standards that need to be met in order mm-hmm. to be called what it is. Even low-fat peanut butter, not allowed to be called peanut butter. Really? I think it has to be called a spread, if I remember correctly. Uh, a lot of things are like that. Like we talked about with ice cream, like dairy dessert. Frozen dairy dessert, yes. Yeah, watch out. Read your labels. Yeah, spread. Because I guess when it's a lower fat, you can't make a lower fat peanut, so you're just putting less peanuts into it. Yeah, what do they substitute it with? Oh, I have no oil. Sawdust. I assume. Yeah. yeah. No, that's McDonald's milkshakes. Sawdust? Yeah, you know that's you never heard that urban legend? No. And McDonald's fills the, the filler in their milkshakes is sawdust. The few, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. The few times the the ice cream machine actually works. Oh, it always works. They just don't want to do it or they don't want to clean it or something. I know that that's become the standard at McDonald's that I think people believe it when you go to McDonald's across the country, not working. You mm-hmm. think, "Oh, maybe this is a real thing." They've they've colluded. So we don't They've get- hired a certain uh, type of person that is going to work at McDonald's, and typically that type of person is also not going to want to clean the milkshake machine. That's what you get when you pay $5 an hour. That's exactly right. Oh, but it's a starter job. It's not meant to be a career. Yeah, No one's saying that if you paid someone $15 an hour, that's a career. That's not a career. You don't live off of $15 an hour. It's enough to keep you going at a younger age. And I understand even at that point, though, things shift. Someone who got $7 an hour and then was bumped to $15 an hour may be motivated for a little bit of time to run the ice cream machine. At that point, like, wow, yeah. okay. But soon, you know, everything evens out and you get used to a way of life and you say, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to do that anymore. So the ice cream at McDonald's, I'm sure it's a pain in the ass to clean that thing. Yeah. I'm sure it's a pain in the ass to clean the machines that make peanut butter. Think about that. I don't know how they clean those big machines. Did you know why peanut butter was invented? For poor people. Everything was for poor well, people. And then at some well, point, and then at some point it becomes bougie and fancy. And they say, hmm, we're making an artisan form of this. Jif. Jif, it's called. And we're going to charge you more. I guess peanut butter is still not expensive. Why? Why did they <laughs> first create It's for peanut- people, people with no teeth <clears throat> so that they could get protein. That was... There was a big enough market at some point. We got yeah. <laughs> so many people are losing their teeth. I think it was the time when, you know, even though dentistry seems to have not changed for millions of years, <laughs> um, it's I, I guess at some point the uh, people were it was probably you know what? It was probably, like you said, for poor people who couldn't afford to have a tooth fixed. So they just get them taken out. And eventually these people lost all their teeth. Or maybe they're just so old, but they couldn't chew meat anymore. So this doctor invented uh, peanut butter. I feel like anything that is created out of mushing things and smashing things. Like applesauce. Was originally for poor people. We'll take all these rotten peanuts. We'll keep, take all these rotten peanuts and just smash them together. And here you go. Eat that. And did you know that there are people like Europeans, maybe not Europeans, but there are other countries that do not understand peanut butter and they think it's really gross. No. Who, what countries? Well, I know I saw it in like Thailand where someone was showing some kids or some like teenagers or something peanut butter and they were like, gross. Like, what the fuck is that? And they would eat it and they're like, oh, it's so sticky and weird and horrible. Yeah. And then they were eating things like durian or whatever, that real stinky fruit. And they're like, oh, it's great. Thailand is what you're where they eat the uh, half developed duck egg and they think peanut butter is. It might have been China. I don't know where it was. But it was somewhere like that. And I, now that I say it, because they use peanuts in Thai food, but that's different than peanut butter. Balut. All right. So I, yeah, they do use peanuts. It is different than peanut butter. I, let's just say for the sake of this that they're down on peanut butter, but they eat balut. Yeah. 
Is that the little, the embryo of a duck? Yeah, look it up. Just look at the picture. Someone's I know it. Cracked off. You see the veins and the yolk going into the developing embryo. There's a little bit of a feather and there's some bones. Yeah, there's like eyes and a beak. Yeah, and you, you crack open the top and you sip the juice and then you just crunch. You, is that true? Is that what you do? You sip it? Yeah, apparently it's got very different flavor profiles throughout. And oh, of course. you get to the point where the embryo is there and you crunch. You eat the bones, the beak, the, you just crunch the fucking thing. <laughs> Oh, but peanut butter, even though we don't know for sure that Thailand is a country that thinks peanut butter is weird. Yeah. But for the sake of this. Listen, Chinese cultures eat things that to us seem crazy, just like balut or whatever. So it could be China. I don't know. But yeah, I kind of understand it. If you think about never experiencing peanut butter before, I can understand how it'd be like assaulting your mouth with like a paste. Well, here you go. Here it is. Apparently France and Italy, Argentina, Russia, and China are a few of the places where it's hard to find peanut butter. Yeah. It seems it's so ubiquitous here. I mean, it's given to little kids, not anymore because of peanut allergies, which, by the way, I was looking into. Um, I mean, it has to do with peanut in general, but peanut butter. Um, our excessive hygiene has a lot to do with kids getting uh, peanut allergies and um, the hygiene plus a lot of baby products having peanut oils in it like primes an infant's system to have the allergy as they get older wait having the peanut oil early on in the baby butt spreads that make the butt not chap or, or like lotions that they try and sell you like your baby needs lotion that sets them up to have the allergy yeah like it for i don't know why it says they, i read it it <laughs> i read that it it primes their system to not be able to handle it so which i would think it would be the opposite that it would be like an exposure to it at a younger age would be better but i think because we're over um hygienic you know we're not we're not getting the uh Adults and then pregnant women and then mothers and then infants are not exposing themselves to enough bacteria that your body is equipped to handle and to fight and to learn from and grow stronger from. We're not exposed to that. And so it's making us more fragile. Well, I know sometimes these things, as you said, if the baby is exposed for whatever reason early on, it can onset later in life. Uh, I've gotten to the point where lentils... And yeah. edamame, which is a soybean, right? I'm mm -hmm. surprised that peanuts haven't slinked in. But for whatever reason, later on in my life, I'll eat a lentil soup and my eyes itch and I have a little trouble swallowing at that point. Yeah, that's so crazy that it would come on so late. And I don't I mean, even really know so if they... old. Yeah, I don't even know if they know why. I just uh, the the basic information is avoiding allergens can make it more likely for an individual to develop allergies because the immune system is unfamiliar with more substances. But I've been eating these things my whole life. Yeah, yours is something different than when like a kid develops an allergy to like strawberries or peanut <clears throat> peanuts. So, but God, don't you love peanut butter? I love peanut butter. I'm not a huge fan of peanuts. That's what's, I mean, peanuts are fine. I'll eat them. I don't really like peanuts either. I find almonds and cashews, cashews as if, if you want to sound fancy, go around at this point and tell your friends you like cashews. That's the proper pronunciation. <laughs> it's not, but I'm going to put that out there and see, see if people go along with a cashew. Mm -hmm. I, I prefer these much better than peanuts, a uh, boiled peanuts, a bold peanut. Ugh. No, I, I, I enjoy boiled peanuts, but. Oh, it stinks and it's like squishy and wet. Yeah, it's great. It's delicious. No. I, I boiled some myself once. Raw peanuts, I think, for hours. They had to go for hours. And I was in wow. peanut heaven. But So you like it like that. Because it is true, though, that like peanuts aren't as oily as like a cashew. Cashew. A cashew. Yeah, they're not. I don't. I are they not as so oily? Maybe, I don't think so. I feel like there's more oil in a cashew. In a cashew, more greasy. I feel like a peanut's maybe more greasy because you're really you're used to the roasted peanuts. 
Well, I guess we're used uh, to I guess yeah. we're used to roasted cashews too, but this is I don't know. Who no, knows? I feel like I've I consume more rock shoes and more roasted. Well, because I only because I don't really like peanuts all that much, so I always get like the candy version, like the honey roasted peanuts. Oh, and then you do that great thing where you're it's in that planter's like jar and you pour some out into your hand and then you make a little fist and then you like pop them in your mouth like yeah, the same I feel thing like you there's, do. and then you shake them around in your fist a little bit. There's always like a way. People to like do it eat. with corn nuts also. Ooh, fun. Corn nuts are good. What are corn nuts? Is it corn? No, that, no. Is it nuts? It's neither. What is it? Uh, what is a corn nut? <laughs> corn nuts, also known as toasted corn. Maybe it is. I don't know. A cracker, a snack food I made of roasted or deep fried corn kernels. Okay, I guess that's right. Yes. I guess. It just seemed like, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I said no so confidently. It just seems like one of those things that's like, it looks like corn, but it's made of yeah. lard, molded yeah, and, yeah. and hardened lard. Like a bugle. Why is a, what is a bugle shaped like that for? It's not anything. I was imagining once we were on this way of corn nuts not being corn, I was thinking like, man, what is it? It's just some weird like shaped like potato starch something <laughs> smushed into a corn kernel shape. Don't you wish they were called witch's nails? Yeah. And I think they would sell better, witch's nails. Well, it doesn't stop anybody from turning them into witch's nails. Man, bugles are the best. You were just shitting all over them. Talking about how no, gross just, and weird no, they are. Shitting, I was saying, like, I don't understand what they are. Like, why are they called bugles? Is it because they don't look like a uh, like trumpet bugle? They're just weird cones. Yeah, I guess because they open up. God, but who knows? So good. It's like the garb, the most gar. It's like, yeah, it's a super garbage snack. But that's that is corn. So good. And they're corn also. They're just that puffed corn molded. Yeah, it's just like a corn styrofoam and salt. So anyway, corn nuts. I apologize. It's uh, it's actually deep fried kernels of corn. But you eat them the same way you're talking about. People eat peanuts. A payday bar. Uh huh. I'll eat. I never. I've never see a payday bar and say. Man, I want that. But if I get one and I eat it, it's like, yeah, that was pretty good. See, I don't really like peanuts and stuff. So I don't like a payday or even a Snickers. Yeah, I don't. I get- know everyone like jizzes their pants about a Snickers. They are not that great. There are so many other better candy bars than a Snickers. That's the thing with the Snickers. The only difference between a Milky Way and the Snickers is the peanuts. And people really go wild for the peanut. No, there's caramel and Snickers. Yeah, it's the Milky oh, Way. Oh, Milky Way. Milky Way. Sorry. Yeah, not a three musk. Not a three musk. <laughs> the Milky Way is very devalued and underrated. Meanwhile, the Snickers is overrated. But then they have the peanut butter Snickers. If you throw peanut butter in lieu of the the peanut, does that lure you in? Inside what? The the Snickers. So you don't get the peanut, but it's a peanut butter Snickers. But I think No, because it's too smushy. It would be all smushy with that nougat and the caramel. It's like a big bar of mush. I think they get rid of the nougat at that point. Oh, they would? Hmm. But then it would just be caramel and peanut butter? Give me... Th- look, this is this is exactly what... I, this backs up my point. Snickers can blow me, but a Reese cup? I'll marry a Reese cup. Frozen, by the way. I mean... A frozen Reese cup is the way to go. I think I... I gave you one once, and you hated the thing. And that's, I didn't what, that's when I knew you were an alien. It. That's when I knew you were a <laughs> fucking freak. I eat a Reese cup a specific way, and it being frozen doesn't accommodate that. The peanut butter in a Reese's peanut butter cup, which, by the way, do you say Reese's or Reese's? I just say it as a joke as Reese's cup. Reese cup. Why is but that I know a, it's a Reese's. Why is that a joke? Because I don't think it's Reese's. I don't know what it is. I, feel I like, think it's Reese's because it's Reese's pieces and Reese's cup. I like to but say I call Reese's. Them Reese's pieces. Oh, yeah. Reese's Pieces, because you like the rhyming. Uh-huh. So I, then I turned it into Reese's Cups. All right. So it's Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. Uh, that's That peanut butter, you know why they can call it peanut butter? It was grandfathered in before these regulations. Oh, because, yeah, that ain't peanut butter, brother. That's like some it's, it's, powdered sugar, peanut butter concoction magic. Yeah. they're Well, it's peanuts. They're coarse ground, and then the ground peanuts are cooled, stored, oh. and then... Six times sugar and six times dextrose. 
depending on the weights here, I don't know what amount that is exactly, mm. are mixed in and some salt. And then a, a stream of ground peanuts is fed into a compounding extruder with the sugars and salt in the proper ratio. Oh, compound my sugar. And then it's pumped into a molding line and the peanut butter is wire cut and deposited as a patty into the wet tempered <laughs> chocolate. And then it's covered and cooled. You know what bummed me out when I eat a Reese cup is when I take it out of that little sleeve and the little there's a little bottom circle left of the Reese cup stuck to the paper. That's why if you freeze it, you're not going to get that problem. It wouldn't it wouldn't just be stuck to it. No, it's something when it's warmer. I don't know why it gets stuck the way it does. God. And that that's that's this the funny thing. They they <laughs> sell the Reese's peanut butter in a jar and people think they're going to get the peanut butter that's in No. It's not. Have you had it? I had it once. It was very I mean, it's not disappointing. It's fine. It's peanut butter. But I think when you're yeah. going in expecting one thing and you get actual peanut butter, which, you know, on that front, people are very loyal to their brands. Yes. Uh, honestly, I don't give a shit. Skippy, Peter Pan, Jif. I tend to buy Jif, but I'll eat them all. So, but you said yes. Obviously, you've got your thoughts on it. Yeah. So I also <clears throat> was just in the GIF clan, almost like a being born into a religion, you know, like your family always bought GIF. And now I think that that's the best one. But I did a, a taste because I was trying to get a natural peanut butter, but I hated that bullshit that I talked about before with the oil and the density and like you can't fucking distribute the oil. But that's the um, natural. And people people go out of their way to buy the natural peanut butter. And they I know, but it's so annoying. And so that's why I was getting that Skippy natural and I was uh, being judged by that for not getting the GIF. And so I bought them both and then I did a taste test and I, like a blind taste test, and I liked the Skippy more. And the other person liked the Skippy more. So you buy Skippy so, now. So now I buy Skippy naturals. Yeah, I look Skippy. And it's naturals, but listen, it's not, like I said, it's not the kind that the oil is like a big, thick, oil slick on the top of your peanut butter. It's not like that. It's more distributed. I don't know why it's more stabilized. It doesn't have that oil in it. I looked. And then, um, you know, like when you've dug in it a little bit, just like um, your sour cream, you know, like sometimes if you have like a dip in your sour cream bowl that you've kept in your fridge and there's like a little bit of liquid, it's just like a little bit like that. And it's really easy to redistribute. It's not anything crazy. Because so. it's water at that point. It's well, not, that's, it's not an oil. That's like, that's sour cream. I'm probably, that's some like whey or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that weird dairy liquid that happens with cheeses and stuff. You know, what? surprisingly is not that great of a peanut butter planters. You would assume that planters, the peanut people would make a good peanut they butter. They have a peanut butter? Exactly. You don't even know about it. Mm -hmm. And then there's that Justin, you know, the really fancy Justin. Yes. You can get the Yeah. Justins. And they have all the different, they have like almond butters and sunflower butters and you can get the Justin's peanut butter cups and it's runny peanut butter inside. And that's because they can't call it a peanut butter cup because they're, they, they're a newer company and they have to follow the regulations. Unlike Reese's that's been grandfathered in. But I, I thought and I was like, this is their selling point. They're using actual peanut butter. Justin's the peanut butter ranks low on a lot of ranking lists also, but it's, very, it's runny. It's thin and it's runny and people pay out of their ass for this Justin's. I don't know who the fuck Justin is. Whoever he is, cocky son of a bitch also, putting your naming your product after yourself. Do you know that wine? Like there are these commercials for this wine that I see on Hulu all the time where it's like Justin Vineyards or like Jeffrey. His name is something really boring and normal. And it's like written all beautifully on the bottle, but it's nothing. It's just like, you know, like Stephen Wines. I do really not. Anyone who runs a business or has a product that's named after themselves fuck you like your coffee company what are you talking about greg greg's coffee oh, greg, gregory's, gregory's gregory's coffee yeah where it's a silhouette oh, it's not, whatever it's a i don't know what you would call it it's a non-detailed <laughs> face of a man apparently gregory who has glasses that look like mine and hair that looks like mine except the glasses yeah, are two coffee cups like you how dare you? How, you have the audacity. You think you're that special and you want to build a name. So when people, if, if you're successful, say your name as the product. 
Why? Where do you, where do you get off to do such a thing? I can't understand it. I can't grasp it. It's not a person I want to know. And I will shy away from products for the most part. I'm sure there's something. There's always exceptions, and I can be a hypocrite. But Kellogg, Kellogg's. Yeah, but you're not buying. But that was different because that was like Kellogg's cereal, and then the cereal all had different names. Yeah, I mean, still, it was a company named after the person. And I know this is quite often what people do because they need that notoriety. It's what they try to get. But Justin's, no, get out of here. Peter Pan. How dare you, Peter Pan? Oh, Peter Pan. No, yeah, Peter, so full of himself, herself. What is Peter Pan? Uh, Played by a woman, but the character is male. Is it? Maybe there's no gender to Peter Pan. Well, his name's Peter. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, it does. When when was Peter Pan written? I just like the idea of, like act- the 30s? of Peter Pan <laughs> starting a peanut butter company and naming it after him. Do herself. you remember the commercial with um, the American character from Perfect Strangers getting into those two slices of bread? I think it was for Peter Pan or Skippy. No. Peter- he was... He was having like a pe- he was having a slice of like white big old white bread. He smeared it with peanut butter and he was talking about the peanut butter and then as the commercial was ending he was getting into a bed of two big pieces of bread. Was it Balky? A- no, the other one, the American one. Larry. I, d- I didn't know his name, Larry. Well, I'll have you know Balky's actually American in real life. Oh, I that's what I said. I said the the American <laughs> character from that show. <laughs> uh Larry. Look up Larry. Just to see what he looks like these days. Because Perfect Strangers is on Hulu, I think. And I started oh, it watching is? it. Yeah, I started watching it. Uh-huh. It's not that good. But no. I'm, I'm really just sitting there and getting a kick out of it. Larry. I forget his real name. Um, I'm only seeing old pictures of him. Man, that guy. I feel like he was everywhere. Who Larry was. <laughs> Larry Appleton. Yeah. Uh, Appleton? Well, that's his character's name. Lynn oh, Baker. Oh, right. What's his real name? Why is it so hard to find this man's real name? Mark Lynn Baker. Yes. Look, he's not, he's not looking so great these days. Woo! Listen, gravity, you know, it doesn't spare a soul. But he's been in a lot of things. God, he looks so much like a dad, doesn't he? Well, he's 66 like a dad that owns a lot of books. He's in an episode the last year of Law & Order Special Victims Unit. He well, was, who wasn't? Everyone he, has been on that show. They're they're going to hire a lot of Broadway actors this year since those people yeah. are going to be out of work. Uh, he was on The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, yeah, that show was good for a minute. One season. Yeah. He was on Ally McBeal for one episode. <gasps> wow. How is that on my soul tonight? <laughs> I look at this and I wonder if he's made a career because he's in so. Look, if, if Perfect Stranger's on Hulu now, he's getting some kind of residual. Is he? Because back then, I don't know what kind of contracts they had. That's true, but I, I'd assume something. It was a successful show. It went on long yeah. enough. Uh, but for the most part, I'm looking at this one episode, one episode, one episode, two episodes, one episode. It's just a uh, yeah. guest spot guy. But no, I don't remember the, the commercial of him getting into yeah. peanut butter. Good one bed uh, uh peter pan actually ranks low on the list of peanut yeah butters. i remember um seeing uh, uh, finding out that there was a peanut butter called peter pan and i was really into it and i was really disappointed yeah i don't know why it's consistently up there with like the top three when you think about they've done good marketing but the peanut butter itself i know and what is not so great what connection does peter pan have with peanut butter it keeps you young Kids like peanut butter and jelly, which I'm not a big fan of jelly. I'd rather eat peanut oh. butter sandwich, straight up peanut butter sandwich, no jelly any day. Uh, uh, wait, say that one more time. I would prefer to eat a peanut butter sandwich with no jelly, straight up peanut butter bread, uh, preferably white bread or jelly. Yeah, because jelly's not good. But raspberry jelly with the seeds and the insects and peanut butter. No. Yeah. Bananas and peanut butter. That's a good sandwich. Too mushy. But you like that. I need a I need a texture. So maybe that's why I'm into the raspberries with the seeds in the jelly. Yeah, but you hear you I don't like hear you no, but here you don't like crunchy peanut butter. This is bullshit. I call BS. 
Oh, I'm I don't a creamy, like peanuts. I'm a creamy person. Because I don't care about, because I don't really want a peanut. Creamy. I don't like <laughs> mushiness, though. What is, come on. Yeah. Contradicting it's like the yourself. bread. The bread for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich shouldn't be, I don't want it to be white bread because white bread is too soft. What do you want it to be? A brioche? A, no, a wheat? No, I want it to be a, a, a seven a grain? Honey a honey wheat. A honey wheat. Or maybe one of those really nice, like, you know, grain breads that have like the doubles, you know, plastic on the inside and the outside. A, I forget what that yeah, a grain is, bread. This is disgusting. Yeah. No, it has the seeds and it. it has like the sunflower seed halves in it. Yum. Nobody wants that. Uh, That's not. How do they make potato bread and white bread so fluffy and delicious? You could never make that fluffy of a bread. Mm -mm. Does anyone is anyone capable of that? Yeah, they use all kinds of like leaveners and things. Well, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying so like a peanut butter fluff sandwich. I'm not interested because there's it's all like goop mush. I the don't fluffer want nutter. Fluffer nutter. What did I say? Oh, fluff. Peanut butter and fluff. Okay, yeah, that's what you know. I was. Just, yeah, I wasn't saying you're wrong. I was just. This is what you. So you like that. No, you I don't, don't, you like, don't that. like that. Too much goo. But I don't like crunchy because i don't like peanuts i'm consistent <laughs> would you do they have crunchy almond butter butter and crunchy butter. cashew butter <laughs> i don't think so have you had sunflower butter no you want to talk about oily i assume that thing is the oiliest of them all it's pretty off-putting like it's like a I 16 like year old face <laughs> i i like sunflowers no i like sunflower seeds and I, you'd think that, and I, I like, I like cashews a lot, but, oh, sorry, cashews a lot, but I don't really like the cashew butter. Almond butter's okay. It's a superior nut. I don't even know if it's technically I think so too, nut, but see, this is, okay, this is the thing. I like peanut butter. I don't love peanuts. And I love these other nuts, but I don't really like their butter version. So things you don't They're like, smushed. yeah, you want ground up and smashed and mashed. I don't want them smashed and mashed. Well, I only want you, peanuts because I don't like to eat peanuts. That's what I'm on saying. Things that you don't like. You like some so Yes. What's another food you don't like? Beans. Yeah, I don't like beans. Oh, but I don't oh my god, refried beans. <laughs> what about refried beans in lieu of peanut butter? Refried beans and jelly on on a seven God. grain oh, look at the little crunchy nuts on the inside and so refried beans are disgusting all right pickles like i'm gonna chew up some beans and then i'm gonna spit it back out into this pan it's disgusting what? it is like the epitome of what i don't like about beans it's baby is bird there, food that they're, they're in, the inside is just this like mush and you're saying look if they i i would love to be a baby bird since i like mushy things Yes, you would. Maybe yeah. you were a baby bird in a past life. What's it, so you And you died young. <gasps> and then you missed this mush. You don't like pickles? You can mash those up. I am okay with pickles. What about mashed potatoes? Or some people call it smashed potatoes, which no, is... who calls it smashed? That's like the extreme version of some idiot. And when they're lazy, and they leave them very lumpy. They call them smashed. Ugh. But you like potatoes, so it doesn't matter. Love. <clears throat> Give me a potato. What's another food you don't like? That's smashed. I don't. I don't like beets. But would you eat a beet paste? No, because it's all gross. What about this tomatoes? Only it only uh, has to do with nuts. What about tomatoes? You would eat a tomato paste. Yeah, I like tomatoes. Oh, there's got to be something else out there. Yeah. Mm, I don't like. Uh. No, I don't know. I'll think about it. Yeah, post it on the Facebook page. Get that engagement going. Okay. Hi, everybody. What's How your, are you today? What's your favorite smashed food? Yeah. What's a food that you don't like in its whole form, but smashed, you say, this is the best? <laughs> mine's, That's a good question. Mine's peanut butter. Oh, should we make it a, a voting thing? Yes. Yes, let's lower ourselves to the yeah. standard of hack. 
Which is your favorite shoe to put on, your left or your right? These are just everyday situations, and most people can relate to them, and that's what I'm best at is finding the things that people relate to and then calling attention to them. I am Seinfeld. No, you're not. It's not that simple. Wait, didn't we do this rant at the end of the last episode? Yes. Well, not, I don't know if it was the last. Maybe it was the last. Yes. Sorry. It weighs heavy on me. that People can make careers out of this shit. Seinfeld yeah. had talent. You don't. Which finger is your favorite? <laughs> the middle finger. Would you rather have... When I shove it up your fucking... Hey, uh, so... Wow. Um, would, you have, would you rather have toenails for fingernails or fingernails for toenails? <laughs> have you ever smelled your toenails after you cut them? <laughs> Why do I like it? It's gross. It does stink. It does stink. It really is that like cheesy smell. You ever find gross. a Band-Aid in your peanut butter? <laughs> What's your favorite thing to find in a peanut butter? I feel is like one rodent hair. I feel like a Band-Aid. In peanut butter makes sense because of the coloring is similar. So it, it would camouflage. Mm. You can find a Band-Aid in there. Band-Aids get into soups. They get into all kinds of things. But in the peanut oh, butter. Oh, God. Finding a Band-Aid is the worst. Yeah, people God, freak out about it. You remember like you go to a public pool and you see some Band-Aid floating by? <laughs> yeah, people you know get hair in their food and freak the fuck out. It's like, look, yeah. it's hair. Look, nobody wants it there. But it's not the end of the world. It's not... Don't get me wrong. I see it. I'm like, ah, but I'll still eat the food. Uh, but a Band-Aid. Yeah. Get someone's pus and blood. Gross. Scab. Oh, my God. Okay. And now I just need to fully experience this nightmare. But, like, when a kid is at a pool and they have a scab and then it's all loose and gross because it's been wet and then it's gone later. And you're like, oh, where did it go? It's somewhere. Public pools are disgusting, but the chlorine is there for oh, a reason. I just want to, all right, hold on. Let me think about that Reese cup. Hold on. You know what you don't get in a swimming hole in a pond? What? Chlorine. You don't get the chlorine. People go swimming in those things. All Those are disgusting. I remember uh, my swimming hole next to my country home where the flowers growing in the field. <laughs> So <laughs> I remember my mom, she would yell at us through the screen. I was thinking, you know, because I have a mouse in my apartment. Oh, yeah. And a lot of the times people put the cheese out to lure the mouse to the trap. But then people swear by peanut butter. And I guess maybe the peanut butter has a smell since mice can smell like a saltine cracker that's enclosed in a plastic sleeve in a closed box. That peanut butter really is a lure for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do with this mouse. I don't want to necessarily snap its neck. So I don't put out the peanut butter. I have tried the peanut butter in the past. But at the time, you bring up the more natural peanut butter that needs to be stirred and it's kind of mm -hmm. goopy. And I think I had a Trader Joe's brand. And I got one of these mouse traps that looks like a hockey puck because I didn't want to see the... So it goes inside and then it snaps and it just dies in there. So you oh, don't have to see really? its body. Oh, okay. So, you know, there's a little hole at the bottom. You put the peanut butter in, but because of this peanut butter was drippy, it dripped on the floor and then it dripped on top of the, the trap and the thing came out and I looked over and I saw it just licking up the peanut butter across the floor. Then it called, crawled on top of the trap and, <laughs> and licked the peanut butter. And then it looked at you and it was like, thanks, buddy. I did talk to it. I said, get out of here. Yeah. It's unsettling in theory to have a mouse, mostly because they pee and poop <laughs> everywhere, but... Yeah, you you forget like even the the domesticated mice that people keep are bigger than like these things are small. Yeah, those little bitty ones, they're it, little. It's a very small thing. So I saw it the other day. Uh, it's so small, and it you know a roach unsettles me more than a mouse. But I just know it's peeing everywhere. It's pooping too, but the pee. Yeah, and it like leaves little trails, right? If you couldn't, if you could control the yourself, things. maybe I'd leave you here. But if it doesn't leave, my hope is. There's not really food here for it. And if there's no food and it came in wherever it came in, it'll leave and it'll go to someone else's apartment where there's more opportunity to eat. Uh, yeah. But if it doesn't come back, I think I am going to lure it and I'm going to snap its neck with some peanut butter. I mean, the peanut butter won't snap its neck, but I'll, I'll put it on the trap. I'll be asleep. I'll hear the snap in the middle of the night. I'll have to come out and then some eyes will be popped out. And... Uh, well, last meal, peanut butter. That's great. That's nice. Get a humane trap. Wouldn't let the thing go. 
Yeah, you take it down to the Chinese restaurant down the street and you let it go there. You put it outside, it gets eaten by rats. Well, then that's nature. These things have to live inside. This is why they run around. And make it your friend. Give it a wheel for it to run on in water. It's not a hamster. And it, but it could be. Maybe it wants to be. I don't think it, it wants to come in and be friends. Have you ever seen Secret of Nim? No. Oh, it's so good. What? No. What happens in Secret of Nim? Well, they're just sen- sentient. Sentient. Which one is it? I've seen The Witches. <gasps> the Witches. So good. I haven't seen the remake of The Witches that just came out. No, nobody has. With what's her name? Cry, cry baby face. What's her name? I don't know because I didn't want to pay Anne much. Anne Hathaway. Oh, I like Anne. I do too. You know, she cries a lot, like in New York City. Good. Yeah, she does a lot of crying. <laughs> You're not a real New Yorker until you cry in public. Well, call me a real New Yorker then. Was it on the subway? Yeah. <laughs> crying is uh, a huge part of my life right now. On the subway, if you cry, you're an actual New Yorker. Mm-hmm. If you cry and then throw up, you're really in. Oh, wow. Have you thrown up? No, but uh, when I dated Molly, she, uh-huh. she apparently was sitting in the corner, the back corner of the train, and started throw. I think maybe she cried because she was throwing up, but it was like, Apparently little sad throw ups, like trying to hold it and like, (laughs) I mean, I saw someone run off of the train once and barf into the trash can at the station and then get back on the train. That was a cool move. Yeah, that was fast. They did it fast. They got it out. They got back on. They were like, here's the stop. I'm going to, I'm going to get out. There's going to be a trash can. You know, sometimes the trash cans are really, you know, far distance away from maybe where the train car pulled up. Well, this was this person was lucky that it was right there. I think maybe they yeah. saw that and they said, "Okay, I'm going for it." Yeah. Uh, have you ever thrown up peanut butter? I haven't. That that uh, I know of. No, but I have thrown up Lucky Charms. That's not. That's not peanut butter. I know, but it did, it did come out like a gray paste. Well, I threw up a Flintstones <laughs> chewable once, and it made all my it stained all my throw up pink. Oh, it did. And who knows what I, I'm sure if, I guess I've probably thrown up peanut butter, but not straight up. Like I've thrown up straight up ramens and I, and I know that it comes up looking like it went down. I know. Isn't it crazy sometimes? Like, um, yeah. What you throw up is like, I know I chewed this food. Why yeah. am I seeing a whole pineapple slice? But peanut butter, <laughs> if it's sticky, if, if you just ate peanut butter, which I enjoy eating peanut butter right out of the, the jar. I think about it though. Because once you put the spoon in your mouth and put the spoon back in the peanut butter, you're introducing a shitload of bacteria. Yeah, but, you know, what are you going to do? But does it preserve at that point? You said that peanut butter can live on the shelf for however long. A year. But is that after you introduce mouth spoon? I don't know. But uh, I feel like my peanut butter is full of my own bacteria because I've definitely done that. Or like used a knife, you know, to like go get some peanut butter from the jar, put it on a cracker, and then grab a little raspberry jelly and put that on top and then eat that. And, and then lick the knife and then put it back in the peanut butter. Here you go. And then I put it on the cracker. Well, this is, these are the reasons you shouldn't eat peanut butter out of the jar. First, because you're likely to eat too much. Okay, fine. All right. But yes, you're introducing bacteria into the jar each time you eat it with a spoon, and then it grows in there. Here's a Reddit uh, hygiene issues with eating peanut butter. It'll be okay to eat peanut butter with a spoon and dip that same spoon a couple more times in the peanut butter and then wash it to use for another day. Uh, nope, you're fine. Peanut butter has a very low water content, so it's not a huge issue. Bacteria yes. need water to grow things like peanut butter. Typically don't support bacterial growth very efficiently. So there you go. That's why I can survive for a year. Now we know. Peanut butter is amazing. I'll tell you something it's not amazing for. I thought that this was a brilliant trick years yeah. and years ago, coating my mouth with peanut butter before I took a shot of wild turkey because I didn't want to taste the wild turkey. <laughs> my friend Christy and that I, work? my friend Christy and I did this in college, probably our sophomore uh-huh. year. It didn't work. It gets trapped in your mouth is what happens. Yeah, it doesn't. This isn't slick. The peanut butter is not slick. It doesn't create a, a <laughs> slippery surface with a wild turkey. It's not goes. like you coat it with like Vaseline. No, it, <laughs> it gets stuck there and it's a million times worse. 
Well, I bet. And then I have this, nobody cares about this, but I have a friend, Courtney, who insists she was there for this. She hijacked the story. She was not there for it. She didn't partake in this. And she tells people that she did. And this really annoys oh, me. Oh, man. Like, this is not your story. You stole You're this. You're blowing her up. I just, come on. Come on. Just say you heard about it. You're friends with us. By association, you're friends with people who tried this stupid thing. That's funny. You don't need to steal our story. Okay. Well, listen, she's, you've told her now. So. You're okay with this. You're okay with someone stealing. What's a story of yours that you like to tell quite often? Oh, I don't know. Well, you, uh, have, you have no stories. <clears throat> no story. Because you chose a very boring life. Wow. <laughs> So there's no cool stories. I'm sure I have. I have cool stories. I just can't think of any. What about the time that you banged TR? And then. What what are you doing? Are you just now trying to blow up everybody? No, I'm saying then what if I stole that story? And I said, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You banged TR? (laughs) Yeah. You're like, that's my story. Like, No, I banged TR. Mm hmm. And whatever the same details were, he was very drunk. And well, I don't need to go into more details, but if I, it was your story. Whatever the specifics were, I just took it and said it was mine. Yeah. <clears throat> you wouldn't like that. Maybe I would because then I wouldn't have to like, I don't know. I don't know. I have a, I have a, like a weird embarrassment about that. Well, whatever. It's I think, fine. Yeah. I think just because I was young and dumb, but you know. Who? At least it wasn't with the other counterpart to that person. Thank the Lord. Yeah. At least I was, it was with someone who is thoughtful and. <laughs> no, he's great. Interesting. I really like yeah. this person. Anyway, you have, you have any closing. That's why, that's why I started to think like, oh, maybe, you know, I don't know why I have this weird embarrassment. It has, it's not to do with him. You have any closing thoughts on peanut butter? My closing thought is. That Smucker's goober peanut butter is disgusting, and I don't know who invented it. That's the oh. it's the combo uh, peanut butter and jelly in one jar. Yeah, how lazy are like, you? So dumb, so dumb. Get your life together, and ma- and the 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 most important thing about having a peanut butter sandwich, like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, is the kind that your mom would make. Like having your mom's peanut butter and jelly has all to do with their ratio. And like the ratio of peanut butter to jelly that you grew up with. And with a goobers, first of all, that name can <laughs> die. Well, it's America's favorite, you know, probably because it's the only one. Well, it does have to do with peanut, like goober is a peanut or something. Oh, yeah. The goober candy. It's chocolate covered peanuts. Yeah, I think goo. I think it's, it's also some a, word for peanut. A booger. That's what it makes me think of. Goober. Yeah, it, it. Yes, it's a bad word. It's. Anyway, but then, yeah, you can't get that magic motherly ratio of peanut butter to jelly. It's already done for you. You want a corporation to do that? You want a corporation to be your mom? Is that what you want? What's the proper ratio, Miss Mother? It's whatever mine is. Whatever my ratio is, however I make a peanut butter and jelly, is what the kids will always remember. Is like, oh, mom makes the best peanut butter and jelly because it's, who knows, whatever my instinct is for peanut butter to jelly or a jam yeah i think i do use a jam because i have the raspberries with the seeds in it it's more spreadable well i guess maybe the goober it is making fun of the person who buys it and so the slang for goober is like a a fool yeah so i like that because the goober i don't think they're trolling i don't think that's what they were their intent was, but if you want to think of it that way and help you out, then I think that's good. No, I think somebody somewhere thought, anyway, buys this. Let's this bullshit to them goobers. Yeah. And then they did, and then they laughed the <laughs> people who bought it as they spent their hard-earned money on it. Uh, I did look into why peanut butter cookies have the fork marks on the top. I thought that was just like a shortbread cookie. They no, those- you know, like this. no, no, peanut butter cookies, you do the... No, okay, so uh, maybe shortbreads have the one press of the fork tines, and peanut butter cookies have them crossed. Oh, okay. And it's to help them cook evenly because they don't spread and cook evenly when they're when they're in that ball state. They don't like spread out. Hmm. So you got to push them down. 
Cool. Cool. You know this. Thanks is for baker. listening, everybody. You know this is a as a baker. So now you've learned something new. Yeah. I don't bake with peanut butter that often, but maybe I should start because I feel like doing the research for this made me appreciate peanut butter. I really felt like it was more unhealthy than it might actually be. I think that previously it was really more unhealthy, but now you can get it without the stabilizer. And like I said, with that Skippy natural, but you love the stabilizer. It only has the good fat in it. You love the, the you, you, I'm so, you love the stabilizer. You don't like, I don't stern. because it brings in the, the, the 20% of the trans fat. Yeah. But you also said you don't like stirring. Yeah. Because I, for some reason, the Skippy natural doesn't have that oil slick on the top. Okay. Uh, you want to have some, some other trivia? The average person will eat almost 3,000 PB&Js in their lifetime. Not me. Maybe peanut butter sandwiches, not PB&J. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially not this. Speaking of things that are unhealthy for you, the Uncrustables, why are those so much worse for you than a typical peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <gasps> They're added sugar? What is, what's up with the... It must be. I think that the peanut butter inside might... Do you think it's not peanut butter? Well, it's got to meet the definition. They can't call it. They have to call it a spread. Yeah. Yeah, I have no clue. The Uncrustable. It's also frozen, right? Yeah. It's weird when you you try and eat it while it's still a little frozen. You understand the mechanics of the Uncrustable. Like the, the frozen, like you called it with the Reese cup, like the frozen patty of peanut butter that's in there. Yeah. High fructose corn syrup. It's got a bunch of that. God damn it. And hydrogenated corn syrup is in every goddamn thing. It's cheap. And that's why you have it's to regulate. So that's why you have to regulate. Cause if you didn't, they use it for everything. Cause it's cheap and they charge. It's already in everything. It's in things that you shouldn't, that you wouldn't expect. It's in like mashed potatoes that you might want to buy. Yeah, it's a strange it's a, it's a strange thing they started adding, but it's just a filler, and I guess it's a sweetener. I try not to get things. I, like, I know, like, if, if there's an option for ketchup or something, I'm not getting, like, the hippie ketchup. I'm just going to look for, like, the Heinz that says, like, no high fructose corn syrup. And guess what? There's no difference. Also, did you know that there have been two presidents who were peanut farmers? <gasps> I did know. Do you want me to tell you which ones? <laughs> yes, tell me. Jefferson. And, um, uh-oh, uh, 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 Carter. There you go. I was hoping you'd forget. Because you were so. Jim Carter says yes to peanuts. The nub between two meat peanut halves is an embryo. <gasps> and it's bitter. They take it out when they make peanut butter. That yep. little nub. But you know what they do? They put that little nub in uh, birdseed. Uh, and then the f- the furthest thrown peanut. That's this wrong. The, the farthest thrown because it's distance. I can't. Even, how can I even trust this from the National <laughs> Peanut Board when they say the furthest thrown peanut? The farthest thrown peanut. It's uh, the the farthest ever been thrown was one hundred twenty four point four feet. That's weird. Why are they? Measuring yeah. What a weird. Thing? Why is that? Do they have the those statistics for other? nuts like cashews what's the do you think maybe in australia they throw a cashew like a boomerang yeah in the olympics you have the hammer throw and you have the cashew throw now they're adding that yeah also apparently in a high pressure environment a peanut peanut butter can be turned into diamonds don't ask me the process what i don't know the process or how. why aren't we doing this why aren't we all just making diamonds out of our peanut butter <laughs> geo researchers are making diamonds out of odd materials including peanut butter Wow, let's make our own diamond. And then somebody, if you got them a peanut butter diamond for an engagement ring and they found out that you don't even love me and you didn't give me a real diamond because oh my the only God, way people you can who care about diamonds, they don't understand how not very rare diamonds really are. <laughs> yeah, it's a gross, gross world. It's a gross one. I would much rather have a uh, handed down like antique diamond from I don't care where. Or like a lab-grown one where like African children weren't forced to dig it out of the earth for two cents a week. If people didn't spend their lives on getting the product, it doesn't mean anything. People have oh, to yeah, die. that's true. Like, okay. I, want, I want to see the blood of a child 
on this engagement ring. It's what makes it special. It's what children are yep. for. Oh, look, with this one, the clarity is uh, really, it's its very high, but you can also see speckles of child blood. Just like Snowpiercer. Oh, the train's been running around the world nonstop for years, and now the parts are breaking, so let's shove children under the floorboards to grab the goop. Yeah. Dumb. Uh, hey, I uh, need to do a lot of mining under my Indian temple. And I'm just going to get a bunch of malnourished children. To do. I'm going to kidnap them from the local village. Okay. <laughs> Kalima, shati day. It just makes sense. Thanks and- for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed peanut butter. <laughs> Should I try and be more active on Facebook? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll. No, who know. cares? Uh, maybe people care. If you like hot sauce, then I'll do it. If you like hot sauce, go to hoffpepper.com or whatever it is and put in one topic 15 and get some discounts. Do it. 15% off. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. I'm a Peter Pan nut. I admit it. Why else would I be standing here in the middle of the night? I dream of peanut butter sandwiches. I can't go 10 minutes without that creamy, delicious Peter Pan. Oh. Did you know it doesn't have any cholesterol? Did you know it's three in the morning? Eat some peanut butter anytime you can, but only if it's Peter Pan. Hey, Greg. Hey, Autumn. Do you like hot sauce? You know, I do like hot sauce, but I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts. A company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible. And a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. And hey, while we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with, I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's got to be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients, zero fillers, additives or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's won best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice, three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can get your own bottle of no, hot sauce? No, no, tell me please now. Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm going to give you 15% off if you use the code 1TOPIC15. Hold on, that's... Yes, get a pen and paper. 1TOPIC15. Good. That's onetopic one five. All squished together at checkout. You'll get 15% off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome. Welcome.